and welcome to CFFC News. Today, we are speaking with our own pastor, Pastor Rhoda Turner. Pastor Rhoda, introduce yourself to the women. Hi ladies, my name is Rhoda Turner and I co-pastor with my husband, Jason. I have four beautiful girls and I'm super excited to be sharing with you all today. Pastor Rhoda, can you give the ladies a little information about the vision that God has given you for the Reflections Women's Conference? I'm surely I can do that. Um, it was a conference that was birthed out of an article. And the article came from me doing podcasting, just talking to women, just about life issues, about being a mom, about working in ministry, about being a sister in Christ, being a true sister, being the youngest daughter of 10 children. I just had a lot of, I don't even want to say it was information, just a lot of wisdom to give. And it came off of Mother's Day, recording that my husband actually asked me to do for Mother's Day with women at the church. And from there came the idea, the plant, the seed that was planted for the Women's Reflection Conference. And it's just women getting together to reflect. And at this conference, we'll be reflecting on the image of Christ and how God views us, how we view ourselves. And if we don't view ourselves in a good light, how we can change that image. So working from the inside out. So there's a lot of women that has a lot of different issues in this world right now. The world is definitely changing. If there's anything that you could say to women right now to encourage them about this life, what would you say to them? Don't change with the world, because the world is always changing. There was a time, you know, I was thinking at home this morning, and with me having four daughters, I always said that when I was little, I was fat-chained. That's what they call it now. Then, it was just brothers being brothers, hazing and younger sister. So with my fat-shaming, I developed a complex. I did everything that I could do to stay a certain size. Even when I moved away from home, when I came back home, I always wanted to make sure that I was the size that they wanted me to be even if it was an uncomfortable situation for me. So I had to make up in my mind, I don't care what goes on around me. I don't care what people may say. I don't care what they think, how they look. I'm gonna do what's fitting for me and what's comfortable for me. And that's why I expressed to you all today, the world is always changing. There's always a negative light on this or a light shine brighter on this. Don't change with society. Be comfortable in the skin that you're in. And at this conference, we're going to help you do that. We're going to show you how you're no different than me. Our complexion may be different, but our heart is the same. And we all here have the same goal, the same purpose. And that's to see women blessed from the outside in and the inside out. One thing that we say with the conference is that we want you to leave with something in your heart and something in your hand. And that's what we plan on doing at this conference. When you think about the women that will attend the conference, what is it that you would like them to get out of the conference? What is it that you see 
being built in the women when they come to the conference. We want to see a change. We want to give you all tools to help transform you, to help in the change. Because it's one thing to see a change, then it's another thing to give a person the tools to start that change. Now the change may not happen for all that day, but you will definitely leave, leave with scriptures and thoughts and conversations to start that transformation on the inside of you. We want you to leave with a changed heart. We want you to leave feeling different about yourself. We want you to leave feeling better about who you are and not allow your circumstances or the things that happened in your past to translate to who you are as a person today. We want you to leave with something in your heart and something in your hand. Now, being a mother of four daughters, can you give some words of encouragement to the young women that are out there that can attend this conference, but we will be having one for them soon? Just look towards the word. The word tells you to train your child in where they should go. And when they're older, they will not depart from me. See, I have a very, very vast difference in age of my children. I have my oldest daughter who's 21, and I have my youngest daughter who's six. Now, a lot of people would say, seriously, you did four girls that far apart? Seriously, it wasn't me, it was my husband. <laughs> God bless his soul. He was searching for that son, and we found out that it didn't happen, and I was done searching after the four. He's still searching. He's just not convincing me to search with him. But I would say you have to, you have to train each child differently because I have my oldest daughter who's very soft-spoken but yet, still yet outgoing. And I have my youngest daughter who is very outgoing, not soft-spoken, will tell you how she feel. She's very vocal. So the things that I would do with my older daughter as far as rearing and talking to her about, about speaking up, I don't know what you're going through unless you tell me. My youngest daughter, she not gonna have that problem. Cause she tells me now what she's going through. And I'm able to parent her where she's at. I want her to be vocal. Because a lot of times people think that parents know all the answers. We may not know all the answers, but if you don't tell us the problem, we can't help you get to an answer. So I tell you, be vocal with your children have an open line of communication. My 21-year-old can call me, now not maybe her daddy, but we can talk about everything from left to right, from A to Z. And I'm going to give her an honest answer. And no, it's not going to start off being sugar-coated in the Word of God, because I know she knows the Word. She's coming to see, to hear from Rhoda, from Mommy, not from Pastor. She wants to hear what mom says concerning this. And I'm very honest with her. I'm very open with her. I don't, at the age that she's at, I don't sugarcoat anything. Even with my five-year-old, I don't sugarcoat it. She sits down. I just put it to a level where she can understand. So that's start the communication with your child when they're five, when they're six, when they're four where they feel they can come and talk to you about anything. And then it will continue to grow because you planted the seed 
when they were young. And it has nothing else but to do is to grow. And then as it grows, don't just stop. My 16-year-old, I talk to her. It may not be issues she's facing with, but when they come, I want her prepared. I, I let her know the same thing. Talk to me about anything. And now that we've moved to this different arena, she's at a different school, she's come to me with conversations, and I was like, ooh, I wasn't ready for that. We gonna talk about it because you said that. And my eight-year-old, open line of communication. That's the key is to having communication. Because that's one thing that I wish I would have had with my mother when I was 16, because I felt like I couldn't talk to her about anything. So because I felt that way, it caused me to, when I had questions, to go to the world, to go to my friends. And that derailed me from a lot of things that I know that I wasn't supposed to go through or steps that I wouldn't have taken. But I really wish that I had that or that I felt like I had that open line of communication with my mom because I know it would have helped me out in a lot of different areas. Communication. Communication is the key. Talk to your children. Talk to them about God. And if you may not know much, just tell him Jesus loves you. Tell him what you know. He died on the cross for you. Tell them what you know. And we'll figure the rest out together as we grow together, as I'm growing as being a parent and as you're growing being my child. Amen. I have one last question for you, Pastor Rhoda. There are some amazing story of women in the Bible. And a lot of times when preachers preach, they don't necessarily always hit on the women. If you could think of any woman in the Bible that represents you, who would that be? And kind of give us a little information about that woman. Oh, wow. Um, I don't know if there's a woman that I can per se that I have patterned my life after. But what I can say is a scripture that I do refer to in Proverbs about building your house, how a wise woman builds their house and a foolish woman tears the house down. So that's what I strive to do. I strive to be a wise woman, to build my house, to build my children, to be in the champion background corner, the cheerleader for my babies, the cheerleader for my husband, the cheerleader for my marriage. I do everything that I can to build my house up. I want to be that wise woman. I want to be able to encompass myself around my family so that the enemy can't find a way to get in because I know he's trying. I know he's trying. So with him trying to attack us, I always try to have wisdom. I want to be that wise woman in the Proverbs to build my house. Thank you so much, Pastor Rhoda, for being here with CFFC News today. And ladies, we'd love to see you at the Reflections Women's Conference, Saturday, June the 8th at 10 a.m. at CFFC Arizona. Amen. God bless you. God bless you.